Hello, Pedro Pearls listeners, and welcome to Monday's re-release. It's November 27th. Today, we're re-releasing a webinar that aired back in July of 2020 from the NICU to eczema, How We Can Make a Difference with Dr. Jennifer Shook. To view the webinar itself, you can click on the link in the show notes. Welcome to a Pedro publication presentation. Please note this presentation is an overview of a peer-reviewed collaborative study and is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Any decisions related to medical care should be made in consultation with a qualified healthcare provider. This presentation, From the NICU to Eczema, How Can We Make a Difference?, is presented by Dr. Jennifer Shook. If you have questions about Pedra Publications or would like to give a presentation, please contact us at info at Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Jennifer Shook. I am going to fill you in a little on our research here at the University of Florida and tell you about how important Pedra has been in helping me to grow the research program here. I am thankful to be supported by both the Society for Pediatric Dermatology and PEDRA, and um, I'll tell you how important they've been to me as we work through this. Back in 2018, I started with prospective research through a PEDRA pilot award. This was an award to fund an idea where I could just investigate an idea, and um, the project was titled Exploring the Cutaneous Microbiome in Premature Neonates. In this study, we looked at 25 infants in the NICU, that's the neonatal intensive care unit, and we wanted to just see what was on their skin. So microbiome, I'm jumping right into big words. What is the microbiome anyway, since we're gonna talk about that a lot today. The microbiome is all of the genetic material on a subject, that when we're talking about the skin microbiome, that is. That includes bacteria, fungi, viruses, but in general, most of the work, including my work, has been done focusing on bacteria. The microbiome seems to be everywhere these days. So you can see this on Amazon, on the news, And there really are a lot of researchers working on the microbiome. However, there's not a lot of researchers working on our littlest patients in the microbiome. For example, we don't know really barely anything about how the skin microbiome is established. When a baby is born, how do the bacteria set up shop on the skin? And how do those bacteria later play a role in disease, particularly skin disease? So in our pilot study, which I shared um, at a PEDRA meeting and at an SPD meeting, uh, we found a lot of interesting um, data. In fact, we're still sorting through this data. We learned more about what bacteria were present on the skin in premature infants, and we learned a little bit about patterns of bacteria from birth through about four to six weeks of life. However, that study raised more questions And I proposed a second study, which thankfully was funded as part of a PEDRA Weston Career Development Award in 2019 to 2020. In this study, which is ongoing at this time, we wanted to answer a lot of the questions that came up from the first study. 
So for example, in the first study, the skin swabs were collected at the time of stool. So that means that we only collected skin swabs when the infant had a dirty diaper. So we decided in this study that we needed to expand that and make sure we had regular intervals of skin swabs. Additionally, we added a lot more patients this time and we're looking at 100 preterm infants. So far, we're doing pretty well. We've collected about 75 of the 100 infants, although the study is currently on hold due to COVID-19. In this study, we also want to look at some of the things that might influence the early establishment of the skin microbiome, specifically the delivery mode and the gestational age. And in our pilot study, we just didn't have enough patients to really make any conclusions. Finally, I showed you just a brief little uh, picture at, about the previous study. And there we were looking at the patterns of the bacteria over time. We noticed that there was a decrease in the diversity of the bacteria at week two. Um, and we suspect this might be due to the antibiotics that babies receive in the NICU, but we're not sure. This second study is going to try to answer that question if we can get enough data this time. Okay, so <laughs> thankfully, as we've started to look into further projects, I had the opportunity to present an idea at the PEDRA Shark Tank competition in November 2019 at the last PEDRA meeting. So while that was a really scary experience, um, it was also a lot of fun, and I was happy to be uh, funded for this project called The Relationship Between the Cutaneous Microbiome and Skin Barrier in Infantile Atopic Dermatitis. So here's atopic dermatitis. This is eczema. And the problem is that this is what really what I do all day, every day in clinic. And even though my research in the NICU is important, I want to know more about how these two things connect. So I want to know about how we can start to use the information we're finding about the skin microbiome to prevent skin disease like this baby's eczema. So eczema, as some of you may know, is also called atopic dermatitis and is really common. It affects about one in four children. It's also really common in babies, especially in the first two years of life. And this costs the uh, economy a lot of money, as well as a lot of parents uh, sleep. We do have some new treatments for eczema. And even though they've been now approved down to age six, they're still not available in our youngest children. So if we can't treat the eczema as well as we'd like to, we need to make some progress towards preventing the eczema. And that's where these ideas come in. So there's probably a lot of things at play in, that contribute to the development of eczema. One of these is the cutaneous microbiome, which we've heard about today, specifically the bacteria, but maybe also the fungi. And then there's also the skin barrier, which is well-researched um, in the dermatology community. There's also probably a role of cutaneous immunity. That means the immune system or um, the immune cells that specifically operate in the skin. And really all three of these things probably affect each other as well. The other part of this problem is what comes first. So does the cutaneous microbiome influence the skin barrier and then the immune system? Or does the faulty skin barrier affect the cutaneous immune system in the microbiome. While it may not be important to tell which of these comes first, it's a classic chicken and the egg, or the egg problem, it's probably important to understand all of these in order to prevent eczema. 
This study proposed at the Shark Tank competition will just be the tip of the iceberg in that huge question. This is a study of 36 subjects, infants from three to nine months of age, and we're gonna compare 18 subjects that have eczema or atopic dermatitis to 18 healthy babies. We chose infants from three to nine months of age because that's about the time that infants first develop eczema. This will be a quick and easy visit for busy parents. So it'll be just about 15 minutes and patients and parents are rewarded with a gift card for their participation. The goal of this study is to look at the infants with atopic dermatitis or eczema and compare them to the infants that do not have atopic dermatitis or eczema. We want to understand the earliest changes in the skin barrier and the relationship between the skin bacteria and the skin barrier to again get at that huge question of how to prevent eczema. The visit will be pretty easy. The patients um, will give us some history about when their eczema started, what kind of things they use on their skin, and we will also do a severity score of their eczema. We will then collect some skin microbiome samples. Those are pretty easy. It's just like a Q-tip rubbing on the skin. And then there will be measures of pH. That's the acidity of the skin. And the TEWL is transepidermal water loss. So that's how much water is lost over the skin. This gets, gives us an idea of how leaky the skin barrier is. We hypothesize that um, we will see certain bacteria, such as Staph aureus, in, increased in the patients with atopic dermatitis. Though this is pretty well established in older patients with eczema, we don't understand if this change happens early in infants with eczema. We also think that patients that have the increased Staph aureus will also have increased pH of their skin. Now, it's actually better to have a lower pH of the skin. It's called the acid mantle, and that's associated with less eczema. And then we also expect that patients that have Staph aureus will also have more transepidermal water loss. That means that their skin is leakier. But just like that very first pilot study that I proposed back in 2018, this study is also designed to help guide us in questions to better understand how these uh, the skin microbiome and the skin barrier are linked in the early, early infantile eczema. We have a great team at the University of Florida who are involved in this project. On the left is, is Mary, that's our research coordinator. On the top there is Dr. Risa Monier. She's our resident who's going to be leading this study. And then I have several mentors and, and collaborators, including Dr. Joseph New from Pediatrics, Dr. Di Benedetto from our department. She's an expert in the skin barrier. And Dr. Jobin, he's the one who has the lab to interpret the microbiology samples. And again, these studies are just the beginning of the process and there are a lot more next steps. Of course, it's pretty logical, if you've been following everything we've been working on so far, that we need studies that go from birth all the way to about a year to see what skin bacteria are there and then what skin disease develops. Another idea would be to involve more of our PEDRA collaborators. It looks like there's a lot of differences in the skin microbiome that are just due to where you live, and we need to better understand that. There's also a lot of opportunities looking at the skin microbiome in premature infants and some of the bad things that happen in the NICU. It's possible that if we better understand that early skin microbiome, we'll be able to prevent some of those outcomes. And finally, 
this, there's so many more questions about the early skin microbiome and the development of eczema that we're hoping um, to contribute in a very small way to that huge question. So as you can see, PEDRA has been so important in supporting my career. I would not have been able to do this without PEDRA. From the Pilot Award, to the Career Development Award, to the Shark Tank Award, I've been able to put together a series of studies that have helped me to secure an NIH, <clears throat> an NIH KL2 award for the next two years. This will allow me dedicated time to learn how to be an independent researcher and also to continue to explore these important questions. Thank you everyone for your attention and please feel free to reach out if you have more questions for me.